Blog Talk Radio. journey been 
I have absolutely loved every second of it. I think it helped that I think it was the the third episode. Was that the Marvel episode? That um, that I came in and and I did a little guest hosting, so it prepared me a little bit when you asked me to take over as the third co-host, which was has been an amazing adventure unto itself, <laughs> but a great one, and I've loved being on it with you guys, and I look forward to many, many, many more adventures. Hello. Did Blog Talk Radio? I'm still here, but I don't hear her. Uh oh! I think we Saw might you. have lost her. Yeah, so I'm back. I'm back. There oh, you what is. happened? <laughs> You've been playing well, awesome, you know, girl. I had to come out in my hole before you announced me. Uh, I was like, oh my god! Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> uh, you know, okay. Well, we just have to have some kind of terrible technical difficulties because it wouldn't be a oh, yeah. blog talk radio like a wedding but you know no absolutely I, I, it's a, it's anniversary episode so you have right, to have some little have glitches yeah you know and, and here's the thing too you know i wouldn't have it any other way at first i was really upset about our lo-fi technology and then at the same time i'm like you know what we're punk rock that's how i think about yeah. it we're the punk rock of podcast there you go keep it low keep it cheap keep it dirty and unedited right so there that's how i feel the, about mm-hmm. it so I had a really awesome like introduction for bon- for Bonnie. Should I go ahead and do it? Yes. Bonnie who? I'm not okay. here. Year after no. year. Though every dream of a pony would end in tears. The cake was lit and as you blew the candles out, your heart refilled. And every year your dream was killed. It may take All right, my second where which I mean, sexy witch co-host is subbing for Queenie Tom tonight is a regular correspondent. She's an actress and a model. Look for her beautiful Bride of Frankenstein pictures that have been circulating on the web. And look for her also at HorrorCon Circus, either working a table or cosplaying as her sexy vampire witch of the North, Bonnie Knapp Provoke. Please welcome her to the show, ladies and gentlemen. All right, how's that? Is good intro? Hi. <laughs> beautiful. By the way, those Bride of Frankenstein boots fucking rocked. What's oh did you like them? Oh thank you. Those boots were amazing. I I like them. I had um in in (laughs) (laughs) I I had more I wanted to do a little bit more of like the deeper shadows and a little more grainy and stuff, but that's when you're working with someone, you know, it's you have to, yeah, and I'm just a model, and I'm actually very lucky that the people that I work with, they let me, um, you know, kind of design the shoot a lot more than a lot of photographers will let you do that. A lot of, some photographers, like, you're, you're like their little doll, and you just, that's it, it's the way it is, and it's exactly what they want, but um, the people I've worked with so far have, have been awesome and helped me, let me help them shape it, and I'm pretty, getting pretty good at it, and I do my own costuming. Um, alterations, I don't make full costumes, but I'm um, doing alterations and starting to work with sewing and stuff. So I'm hoping to, yeah, I'm hoping to do more. I know Elizabeth's going to be like, yeah, call me, call me if you need anything. Pretty much. Well, 
That's mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm all thumbs. I can't. I mean, I can barely sew a hole in a sock. So you're lucky. I can. I can totally sew. Like I bought. Um, I still have. I still have a. I got a really. I went all out. I got a Husqvarna in I think 2005. I still have the darn thing. It was $1,700, and I bought a gusseted. Um, you know, so it looks like a box bottom. You know, so it's hard to do that. I bought a gusseted and lined tarot bag, tarot card bag, and I kind of dissected that and figured out how, how the girl did it, and I did that once. Now I have no fucking idea how I did that. <laughs> but I can <laughs> so because to do that is kind of complicated. So I figure I can relearn it when I need to. Uh, so I just had the phone, the, the, the soundboard actually just blew up with a bunch of people calling in. Great. So oh, really? I, 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 yeah. You know, uh, people are wanting to celebrate the first anniversary Yay. of the Sexy Witches. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna, I don't know if one of these is Nathan. It might be. Uh, 740 area code, I think, is Nathan. But let's see. Let me bring on the first one from the 267 area code. Hello, happy anniversary, and welcome to the Sexy Witches. Hi, it's me. Elizabeth? Who is me? This is Will Kuiper. Will Kuiper! Hello, Hello, everybody. This is Will Kuiper, (laughs) the former founder of Horror Yearbook, and currently the programmer from the Unnamed Film Festival in Philadelphia. He was on the show... uh, on the show of my film distribution show, actually, the one where we lost Jenny. Uh, so how is <laughs> how has life been treating you? Since life's been well. Huh? Yeah, how's it well? So please tell me about your film festival really quick. Oh, cool. We just launched it. So um, we're trying to um, – there's no film festival, current genre film festival in Philadelphia. So we have a lot of great things like – you know, um, exhumed films and other retro kind of screenings here, but there's no um, film festival after TLA closed. So we were trying to fill the void of uh, t- the TLA uh, closure. So, Well, that's fabulous. And I know for a fact you actually showed our one of our, our colleagues, uh, Chris Lamartina's Martinez, called Love with Thulu, which I also happen to have a, a credit on. So uh, how did that go? Uh, that went well. So yeah, that was our that was our goal. We started this a um, uh, hybrid uh, coffee shop and um, video store here that just opened up, which is really cool. Um, to you know, like if anyone loves, here's a whole like thing about like VHS and people longing for the days of of physical yeah. media. And and we mm-hmm. do have and we do have a place here that opened up that that rents videos. So um, we hold screenings at Cinemug once a month. In Philadelphia, it's on a broad and pastor, and um, we're trying to spin that into the film festival, and that's what the Philadelphia Unnamed Film Festival is right now. So we All just right. launched. It's a soft uh, launch. Go ahead. So, we're just, so we're just hoping that um, we can, we're, we're listed on Film Freeway, and we're hoping that we can get some local film filmmakers, at which um, are offered a discount for the uh, submission fees, and then other filmmakers to submit uh, to, you know, to, to build the film festival here. So it's going to be small, but it's going to be great. Well, it is something What's that Philadelphia next? needs, especially with uh, the big film industry that it has there. Yeah, you, oh, know, you know, we only have the Philadelphia Film Festival here. And we have no genre film festival here. So, mm-hmm. 
problem and this this desire for uh, a genre film festival. So we're not excluding any um, any films, but you know it's, it's, it's it was a focus on genre films and then you know the bizarre and all that kind of stuff. But we just hope to um, our our kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and What's offer an alternative. Film? What's I'll offer an alternative film, to film, films, you know, like the, the the big film festival here. Excuse me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was saying, what was your ne- what's your next film you're screening? Because I know you just announced it. Uh, I, I, I actually don't remember. It's like Midnight Film. It's on May 14th. I don't know the name of it. Actually. Oh, okay. Just... Why don't you post it on my on my Facebook page and I'll share it with the world? I think I'm already a member of your group anyway. So, well, I have so many callers. I so I have I know, to let you go. Question, but thank you for thank you for letting thank me. Thank you for. All right. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to Will soon. Someday I'll even probably collaborate with Will. He's that cool. Uh, so thank you for calling. Good night. Okay, so I'm going to bring on, I have a couple more callers, and if they can hold on the line just for a little bit longer, I'm going to bring on my guest host because he's also here. Uh, my guest host tonight is the son of Sally Lloyd himself from Atlanta, Georgia. He's a regular participant of Netherworld Haunted House, a blogger and a panel manager at his local horror con, Days of the Dead Atlanta. He also has a small part in the upcoming Dear God No follow-up, Frankenstein Created Bikers. So please welcome back to the show one of my favorite collaborators of all time, Nathan Hamilton. How are you doing, sir? Hello, sexy witches. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Happy anniversary. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, the party's already started. We had a couple blowouts on the sound already. My phone dropped once, and uh, but we have a, a huge soundboard of callers. So, Nathan, we're going to go right into some of these callers. And then we're going to continue to talk until it's time for our 10 o'clock interview. And, folks, ladies and gentlemen, I've been holding up till Nathan's on the phone. But tonight, and I want to thank Bonnie for this, first of all. I could not have done this without her. She was the one that agreed to stalk poor Miss Aspinall. But Miss Aspinall agreed to be on my show for the first anniversary episode tonight at 10 o'clock <laughs> Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Pacific, Stay on. We're going to talk with the makeup artist who did Street Trash and Toxic Avenger. She also won an Emmy for Mad TV. And, folks, more importantly, she did Pat on Saturday Night Live. So, come on, folks. you got to love this woman. Horror icon and makeup effects on Jennifer Aspinall at 10 o'clock. And I know every single one of us in on this show tonight has actually seen Street Trash. Which is amazing because usually one or two of us haven't. I know Nathan's seen it. I've seen it. And the oh, other yeah. two sexy witches have seen Wonderful. it. So fabulous movie. And, of course, who hasn't seen Toxic Avenger? But she's so much more than that. She does everything. Beauty, makeup, tattoos, everything. She does it. So we'll talk about that on the te- a little bit before the 10 o'clock hour. But meanwhile, I've got forget, some other she callers. She also worked on Spookies. Yes, What's she that? did work on Spookies. That's right. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, she did. And now she has her own skin lotion. Oh, my gosh. I mean, she's done so much. I mean, and things you wouldn't even yeah. know that she did. Like, you know, like, what's a good thing? Like the Mexican? The Mexican with Julia Roberts, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. So, you know, um, I found out that she worked on Highway. 
the Mexican, yeah. She likes to change people into other people, too. And one of the coolest things I've ever seen, if you go to her website, it's on there. She turned David Bowie into Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol, like yeah. Most, yeah, it's the most amazing thing. So I can't wait she to talk to this woman. She also turned Scott Ian into Jerry Garcia. Oh, my God. Did she really? Yes. And I, I did, yeah, mm-hmm. I just watched that episode, that. Oh, that's actually. fantastic. Scotty has got a video show that's hosted over on Fangoria.com called Blood and Guts. And there's an episode where she changes him into Jerry, a Jerry Garcia lookalike. And then he goes to a guitar shop and just goes into child guitars and busts out Slayer's uh, Angel of Death and just blows everyone in the whole floor's <laughs> mind. Yeah, 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 I will post it on my archivist that's on Sexy uh, I did watch that prepping for the show tonight. Now, I have a caller who's been on for eight minutes, so let's bring them on, and then I have another caller right behind them. So, uh, first of all, they're from the 7-4 area code. Hello, you're on with the Sexy Witches. Hey, now, what is up? Happy anniversary, Sexy Witches. Oh, hi, Eric. It's Sarah Polk from Dollar Bit Horror. How y'all doing? Ah, I'm doing great. Doing great. Doing great. I wanted to wish you and and Aaron happy anniversary. And uh, I want to say, Lois, good to hear from you again after a long time. Oh, I missed you so much. How are you doing out there? Pretty good. We haven't, uh, you know, madness made me nostalgic for Dollar Hin Horror Radio. It was like, you know, I haven't heard from you in a long time. Yeah, so. I think, yeah, I've been kind of, uh, kind of back, kind of, kind of uh, backed away for a little bit after uh, the show um, did its final bow in January. So after a five-year run, we decided to uh, put it to rest. So, but and, you and haven't five years is a good run. Yeah, it was five years. Yeah, is an um, excellent run for a podcast. Oh my God, most mm-hmm. people crack out at five episodes. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we finished. We, we finished at 150. And finish out 150 episodes. So very proud of that. Thanks. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, very proud of that. Very proud of uh, Rhonda. We, um, you know, we stuck we stuck it out after we had our little uh, controversy about a year and a half into it. So, but we um, we persevered, and I'm very proud. I'm very proud. I'm very proud. I'm very proud of uh, the work we did there. So. So tell me about but, uh, what you've been doing. I've heard you've been writing a little bit. Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of writing. Um, I'm starting a new short story called uh, The Gallows on the Hill. It's about, it's basically, it's a modern day H.P. Uh, Lovecraft story. Um, there's, a, there's a cosmic monster involved and uh, some little uh, some little gory things go- taking place that, that are going to be taking place. I'm kind of in the, the beginning stages of it right now, but I should hopefully have it done. I don't know. It's just been time's been kind of uh, fleeting here because of a lot of personal stuff going on here, here in my life right now. So it's just been kind of, kind of been sort of on the back burner. But I'm trying to get it back up on the front. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm I'm hoping because now that the madness is starting to kick back in gear, that you'll be more of a presence in my life again. So I can't yeah, be doing one without absolutely. you. I really Absolutely. can't. Uh, I I mean, this year I never, is going I mean, to rock. Rock is mm-hmm. going to rock. I'm serious. I'm so excited about this year on so many fucking levels. I wish I could just blow my wad right now, but I'm going to save her for that at the <laughs> But uh, I might still give a well, little you almost bit sound of like wrong I'm, I'm envisioning her creepy trolling in the bathroom, like just, yeah. She's <laughs> like blowing wads. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, I'm, looking for, well, I'm looking forward to it again this year. This will be, I think, my sixth year. Doing the medicine in 2011. Yep. Yeah, number, number six. Whew. And I my goldish year is I can't believe I've almost done it for 10. 
10 years, wow. man. I'm going to be at 10 years in 2017. That's when I started this was 2007. So wow. I've, I've started my career. It's so January two. well, I don't know if you can call it a career, the hobby, I, you know, writing and blogging. My first blog post was Your posted passion. by Carrie Knowles, Ain't It Cool, in December of 2006. So this is all started from there. So it's kind of fucking amazing, actually. So, so real quick, I got to let you go, but give us a quick idea of up and coming things to look for from Eric Polk besides your new, uh, tell them about your Star Wars, uh, Star Trek fan fiction. And okay, uh, we'll see sure. you on the flip side. I sure. Uh, uh, well, I, put, I unfortunately uh, did not make the final cut for uh, the, the Star Wars anthology that's coming out. But uh, in retrospect, it's a good idea. It's actually good because I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to crap on the publishing company, but there's been some shady dealings after doing a nice little research on them. There's some shady dealings with that company, so I'm happy I'm not a part of it. So I'll just release it on my fan fiction site. Obviously, I can't sell it because I get a nice little letter from CBS and Simon Schuster saying, uh, "Please desist, please, Mr. Polk." So can't and do that. And it was definitely but, a good writing exercise. Yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, I'm. 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 I'm very proud of it. I thought I uh, stayed true to the ideals of Star Trek, but unfortunately, the uh, people who looked it over did not feel the same way. That's fine. I mean, that's that's the business of writing. You well, know. Well, you know what? Of... You don't want them to buy that book anyways. You want them to buy Primitive Glow, which is now available exactly. on Amazon.com. So please uh-huh. buy his yeah, that's, Noir that's book. Actually sold, that's actually sold a few copies. Actually, kind of surprised yeah. me a little bit because I wasn't expecting a whole lot to be sold, but wasn't I expected, you know? And if well, you're in you the know. mood for, uh, you know, anything about out there is in the mood for a twenty for uh, for a twenty second century adventure that's essentially Dragnet in space meets uh, <laughs> movies like the movies like All the President's Men, you know, and The Manchurian Candidate and stuff like that. I mean, go to Amazon.com and type in my name, Eric Polk, and you will find it right there. That's I'm very, I mean, I'm very proud of that too. I worked really hard six years to get it done, but I finally got it done last October. So you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Go get that book. <laughs> yep. yep. And, I, and I will oh. promise anybody listening right now, I will be starting my next novel here, hopefully at the end of the year. But it's going to be a totally different thing going on. So. Well, congratulations, and I'm looking forward to it, Eric. And thank you for your call. I always love a call from you. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. And well, I hope to come and visit you very Woo! soon. So much love. And so Eric Polk, please buy his book, Primitive Glow on Amazon. It's not even that expensive, and it's a cute little, um, you know, it's it's like I said, Dragnet in Space. You know, it's it's you know, uh, detective novel on the backdrop of the future. So uh, before we, I'm going to do one more call. There's two calls online, but I'm going to do one more call, and then I'm going to bring shout out to Nathan. Uh, Hamilton, because we have some business, Nathan, that I need to, we need to discuss in just a minute. So, um, so let's, but no, no, it's nothing bad. So, um, so first of all, we're going to go for the 404 area code. Your report card. Thank you for holding. You are on with the sexy witches. Hello, dad. Happy birthday. I'm in jail. Ah, Dave Austin, right? Yeah, that would be me. I'm Hello, calling you from jail, and if I sound a little muffled, it's because I uh, had to smuggle this in luggage, which meant I had to shove this phone up my ass, 
And uh, I'm currently oh, listening to your show while being currently incarcerated for, um, uh, let's say I they caught me smuggling some of that Kit Kat shit, you know, the stuff the Wu-Tang guy snorted and he cut his dick off. Well, yeah, I, I had a couple <laughs> kilos of that, so uh, it's hard time. I, I do want to give you some, some props for um, that the instructional stuff about sewing socks. I was sewing some for my... Uh, bitch in the next uh in the next show and uh i think you'll like them we'll help you handy skills we will have for you oh oh yeah i'm I'm wondering uh liz if you don't mind me asking what do you think of the films of toby ross toby ross yes he did this great he did this great film called do me evil about two gay hustlers one of whom is mentally retarded I've not seen it, I'm afraid. Ooh, oh, you can put it on the list, though. I can oh, put it, it on the list. I'm all about independent horror, as you know, so I will definitely take a oh, look at it. Is... The last uh, homosexual horror film I saw was Maniac, which was directed by Jessica Cameron. I saw that at Days of the Dead, actually. So, Maniac. No, I'm sorry, Maniac. Mania. So, and that was actually pretty good. So, um, yeah, I did see Maniac. Um, Androgynum okay. is actually really good. Very, very small, small, independent thing. It's, it's not. Um, I don't think it's. It's not really full on gay. Um, I saw it at Cinema Wasteland in October. What's that? I said androgynum is great. Isn't it? It's it's really beautiful and 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 horrifying and so many different things in a movie within a movie as well. It's awesome. So that's that. It was on my top ten films of last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to give a shout out to a they, very special man. I want to. Get, I got to give props to Stephen Pizzani for being a uh, a light to us all and a uh, inspiration to the beast that lurks in the hearts of men. Say what you mean and well, say it mean. Yeah. So, Mr. Austin, before I let you go, super fan, because clearly you're devoted enough to call from jail. Once you're out of jail, do you have anything geek-related up the pipe? Any conventions you're about to go to? Any films you might be producing on the side? Um, Yeah, actually, uh, this weekend we're uh, shooting a documentary called Heavy Metal Clan Rally. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, get ready. Um, And good. Brace yourself. I'm a huge fan of heavy metal parking lots, so I'm assuming it's a parody on that, right? Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be filmed at the Clan Rally at Stone Mountain. Nathan, are you planning on coming? I'm, I'm, uh, I want to be a part of the filming. Really? <laughs> if there's if there's heavy metal involved and I can fuck with some Klansmen, let's do it. <laughs> All right, well I'll tell you what. I'll give you twenty bucks and a sack full of crystals. Absolutely. <laughs> You like blue oh, beer? Only that good blue stuff, though. <laughs> All it right, sounds like David an amazing Austin. idea. It's a, All why right. you and Nathan Have talk fun. off air about that, but thank you for calling, super fan, and come back on again soon. Don't oh, no soap. problem. i got to go rule some buglers. All right. <laughs> Have a day, gang. Good luck. Keep the, right, is our soup, Keep the soap high. Our super fan, Dave Austin. The reason why I call him that is because he's the first person I met outside of the podcast that I haven't already met on Facebook that was listening to the show. So that's why I that's call awesome. him the super fan. So that's thank awesome. you, Dave Austin, for that. Now, Nathan, 
Um, I've yeah. got two more callers, but they can hold just for a minute. They're patient a little bit longer, especially my second 678 area code from Atlanta. Somebody from Atlanta's calling, Nathan. So we'll oh, pick really? them up in just a second. Yeah, so we may not know who they are. Uh, but mm. I wanted to talk about really quick about my nine years in the running um, horror competition in October, the Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness. Uh, it's a month away from Theme Drop, which will be on this very show. Uh, what is the Madness? Well, the Madness is a mild-mannered horror geek group on Facebook, so join the group. But every October, about 30 or to 40 people from that group of 200 or so people that are in it actually compete in a scavenger hunt, film watching competition. There's a point system. I'm the head judge, but I have smaller judges underneath me. The judges work kind of like mentors, like on X Factor. They don't like tell you what they help you shape you through the process. So you're not doing it alone. A lot of work, a lot of fun going in our ninth year. And Nathan is um, dropping his name now because he has agreed to be a judge this year. So He's done it before. Mm-hmm. This will be his I keep fourth time, back and I forth think. between judging. I keep flip-flopping back and forth between judge and contestant. Last year, well, I could barely keep up with contestant, but this year, I'm, I'm going to try to kill year, it. Since uh, I should Nathan, be in a new I'm house gonna... and everything, settled and happy. Good. I hope so. And I will say, Nathan, I know some of the, the subject this year, and we're not going to talk about it now, but not Absolutely only is that not. sub, everything about what this year is about is so up your alley, and you're going to oh, be a great perfect. judge this year. So oh, I, yeah. I'm really excited. It's going to be a great fucking year. I, I have so much to tell you about it, but we're going to hold that off till May 17th. So Don't want to um, blow our watch yet. Oh. Yeah, so. Yeah, no blowing. But anyway, so let's. So That's Nathan, a lot Thank you for that. And I'm going to bring Absolutely. on whoever's in the Atlanta Erica code. So, 678 area code. Come on. You are on with the sexy witches. Thank you for holding. How may I help you? Uh, um, I, I'm Drasani. That, that's my name. I'm Drasani. Are you guys. Is this, an, is this a, the podcast? Yes, sir. Yes, you're on air. You got sexy there's, about hundred, there's a probably about five people listening to you right now, and four of them are already on the air. So I that is so cool. I, there, there was a guy called from jail, man. That's hardcore. Yeah, um, like I'm a struggling artist from Atlanta, musician type, and my my guitar got abducted by aliens. Well, that sounds like a personal no. problem. Better go make some sacrifices. Are they asking ransom? It got, it got are, a, they hold, got are they abducted. trying to anal probe it? Is it an anal well, no, probe? No, I, I, maybe I it was really for think, Steve Vai. Oh, he they're, probing, they're probing your fender, uh, which sounds really dirty. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's more like, uh, well, I was hanging out with these two Yugoslavian dudes, and we were coming home uh, from doing peace work. And our plane crashed over Virginia, and they had to skin graft uh, these two guys uh, pieces of their brains to, to, to my head to um to make it work. And I get home, and now I have like these this like Serb and Croat always going at it in my head about stuff that like I don't know about, and talking about how capitalism is bad and stuff. And I just want to you know go to Hot Topic and buy my T-shirts like everybody else, but now my now my guitar it, it's in Vancouver with a guy named uh, Bull Disease. And he's a he's a, a free runner and can draw stuff about aliens. Well, I'm sorry to hear all of that. Do you have an actual project coming up you'd like to plug? 
yeah, yes, uh, uh, I'm I'm Drasani. Yes. And uh, how you doing, sir? <laughs> Drasani, I um, if you want to look at there's 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 a, an artist out of Atlanta uh, that goes by the name of Hurt Habit has a band camp. Uh, uh, I I don't know him too well, but I met him in passing, and he seemed like a pretty all right guy. He he, he I think he's friends with Dave Dave Austin, but uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't know him that well. I don't know him that well. He's probably he seems like an all right guy, but but anyway, I I, I, I um like I, I don't know. I I I I just want to find my guitar. It was adopted busted by aliens, and I just want to say that Steve Pisani is like a, a, an amazing person and a mentor, and and I just I really think he's just an amazing person, and would love to hear about you guys talk about tarot cards and socks. Uh, he, uh, he he's just Steve Pisani is great. I don't know if you've ever met him, but he, he's super cool. Well, thank <laughs> you for your call, sir. I really, I really think you should take this. Take this seriously. No, my guitar got abducted by aliens, and you need to please take me seriously. Look, now we have everybody. the green alien airways here? Gray alien. They green or gray? I'm sure they're grays. Grays play much better guitar than greens do. So I'm so sorry, Han. I know. I'm sorry. Just, uh, I'm I, 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 my, wish, my, my vampire witch heart goes out to you, honey. I know. And now you have the listening area looking for your guitar. Maybe it'll return home. Nathan exactly. is Please. Nathan's in Atlanta. He'll come down and, and find you Nathan, and help you find your guitar. Nathan, bring me my guitar. I'm just I will do everything I can within my power to get your. I will see if we can transmit this podcast into space and get all of the aliens <laughs> looking for your damn guitar. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and also, uh, also, don't forget to check out uh, Hurt Habit. It's a band on Bandcamp and completely. Uh, uh, batshit insane. He, he uh, there's this guy who just watched a bunch of Harmony Korine movies and uh, locked himself in his room for three days and made that stuff. So, so there's a plug for that. But uh, I gotta go uh, bail David Austin out right now. I am Dasani. It was good to okay. talk to you. Thank I you. need to Dasani and call back later when you have a more project and uh, we'll talk oh, to you soon. So, whoa, <laughs> I lost him. Oh no! Well, that was Strasani, who is the first-time caller, I believe. So thank you for calling. Mm. And, and um, anniversary episode is Punk the Witches. I I, I thought my so. was you know, I said apparently I was right. I mean, we've had butt rape and alien guitar abductions, and you know, uh, you know. But again, I was, I was envisioning. I was envisioning. I was envisioning the hole that you plug the amp into. <laughs> just, just like getting constantly, you know, jammed. Exactly. All right, we got one more caller. Talk about I think I know who. I recognize this phone number, so I think I know who this is. But if I know who this okay. is, I'm really, really excited to hear from him. Okay, so from the 908 area code, you are on with the sexy witches. Alive, alive, alive. Hello. He's alive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, How's it going? I'm alive. We are so, Dr. Terror, we have missed you so much. So much. I have missed you, you as well, missed. and I'm not coughing, oh and God. I can breathe. I am 
so uh, glad you're calling in. Legalized. Oh my God. Yay. Dad, uh, you're you're actually the one who I was hoping for to call. So <laughs> it is. Dan, good to hear from you, brother. Yeah, you, it's great to hear everybody and, and talk to everybody. Who is wow. this masked man? This is James Harris, Doctor. Oh, okay. Good to meet you. Hello, I'm Bonnie. No, no you, you too, you too. And, and uh, you know, I'm sorry I'm a little late. I was uh, dealing with some, some children who did not want to sleep at all. They were really oh, not Oh, no, you're right on time, sweetie. No, he, he's, been, time. he's been spending a lot of time taking, you know, kicking cancer's ass and taking names. Yeah, I Some really cancer. feel weird. I don't have anything to talk about in terms of people probing any kind of part of me or my guitar or, and I'm not, I'm not in prison. I am going into the hospital next week for another treatment, which is kind of like prison, but they get to, like, I get to watch horror movies all day, which is kind of nice, uh, except they fill you with yeah. chemicals. So I, it's I, was like, in the hospital for, I was in the hospital for five hours this morning eating nuclear oatmeal and watching it go through my system. So I'm right there like with you. It's, it's, it's a prison in torture unto itself. Yeah, I think I've got a good selection lined up for next week, man. Just I got <clears throat> a bunch of vinegar syndrome in today to review, nice. which is really nice. Except most of it's porn, and I usually talk to the nurses while I'm like watching the stuff on my laptop. And so I'm gonna, I, so I have to like be Hello, so, so with, nurse. So when I'm watching the porn, yeah, right? I have to like face it away from like the door, so that when they walk in, I can hit pause. It's like having your mom walk in while you're masturbating uh, the whole time. I swear, it's only for review purposes. It's yeah, that's what I tell them. Like, look, I gotta review this. They got they people need to know. They need to know. And and then the the added bonus is I mean, maybe this is not a bonus, but you know, my leg usually uh hurts like a a motherfucker after they give me the chemo for whatever reason and actually the tumor is shrinking really great, so that's awesome. But it still hurts. So they load me up on Percocet and then I watch a bunch of porn. So really it's like being seventeen. I was born on Percocet. Is it good? (laughs) Yeah, it's really like being like seventeen. What's that? Oh, how is porn on purpose? I mean, uh, I mean, it's very similar. Oh, it, no, does, I mean, it, does it change the experience at all? Because actually, I've, I don't think uh, I've really. I don't, you know, I don't really. Other than you know, it makes you more analytical because you're not sitting there oh. and you're not getting anything up maybe as much when you're oh, uh, full yeah. of chemo drugs and on Percocet. I mean, yeah. it's a little like yeah. whiskey dick only. It's you know. Uh, but you get up in your mind. You get to enjoy the laughter side of it. Yeah, no, no, but it's good. It's all, it's all very therapeutic. I mean, Ginger Lynn is very therapeutic, I think. So. Yes, she is. Oh, no, classic think, porn is the best. I'm gonna I think nuclear, oat, nuclear Oatmeal is going to be my new punk band. And my first album is going to be, be called Porn and Percocet. Porn and Percocet. Oh, my God. That's a million-dollar idea right here on the Sexy Witches. Oh, my God. So what what, what Uh, part do you play, Nathan? What part do you play? All of them. All of them. One man band. I'm I'm the the chief chief porn and Percocet uh, researcher, so... (laughs) Uh, You'll be locked away for, for a few years on that research project, I'm sure. Yeah, I, can I do intend to be very thorough. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah, way to no, be. If, if you put your heart into something. Dude, if I didn't have to be away from my family, this is like the ultimate thing, right? They give you a bed and they bring you food and, you know, like they just say, here, yeah, only, do whatever you want. It's for not very good, dude. Oh, uh, the food's horrible. I uh, Honestly, getting oh, people to come in and deliver food is like the most important part of the visit. Arranging for people to visit just to bring in food. I found a great little place <laughs> around the corner that food. delivers me burritos. 
They smuggle me burritos. Oh, they actually nice. deliver it to the room. They they claim to be my family member and they bring it up. Uh, <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome. We love and that. And they're good. And burritos actually so are very much. good. You know, like they're like calming to my stomach for whatever reason. So I was like, good. This is this is perfect. So that's I noticed you're getting back into right there. That is some Ferris Bueller shit right there. It's awesome. Yeah. Now, James, before I let you go, I noticed you've been writing again, and you've actually quite a bit of activity on your doc tear page, and you said you have a bunch of vinegar syndrome. Is there anything else we should be looking forward to? You know what? Uh, I'm working on a couple little projects right now. My, my, the one I kind of want to uh, clue everyone into is that I finally was able to complete my Fangoria collection after many years of trying to get all, every issue I found uh, I'm missing three issues still, but they're actually like the specialty issues. So the reason that I was doing that was to start a new project that I'd been working on years back called the, the Fangoria for Dummies. I'm actually going to be working on indexing Fangoria magazines, oh. very, very, uh, like a very detailed index. Uh, like, you know, there's little things out there that show you maybe the cover story or a couple of special issues, but I really want to go through and, and say, hey, you know, these, these are the articles and, and interests. Right, right. And- and, and right. Jennifer like, Abigail you know, is in two two Fangoria magazines in the eighties, just so you know, our our guest caller mm-hmm. tonight. So and, and the I'm whole sure point is to those. kind of like show it, it's weird because I think of the index as it, you know, it's partially like a useful project for people to be able to find what they're looking for, but I think it's going to offer some kind of historical context about how the genre changed and how the magazine itself changed, because it really doesn't mirror it for a I long time. And, even, and, and the so, reason why yeah. Fangoria started sucking in the mid-90s was because the genre started kind of taking the dump some around then. So yeah. it's kind of yeah. fun. It kind of, it kind of grew, out. kind of failed, and came back and flourished. Right, yep. right. And the magazine actually did something very similar, and, and, and now it's just kind so of interesting James, how it, it... Yeah. One final question. If, this, if you're doing this indexing thing, that makes you an archivist. Do you bet on sexy <gasps> <laughs> I mean, I I wear pentagrams and stuff, you know. So I mean, well, I no, you, remember. you have to bet on sexy witches. Oh, do I bet yeah. on you? I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not typically. You know, you know, it's really crazy. I typically don't gamble, so the betting is very much not for me. When I used to go to Atlantic City, I would just watch everyone gamble and drink a lot and say, "Wow, look at you! Look at all that money! I only lost twenty dollars on this bottle of booze." But uh, I'll gamble for you guys. I'll vote for you. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you. on you. Yeah, awesome. you got to get the chocolate. Yeah, we heard it from here. Your Our archivist is betting on sexy witches. What a happy mm-hmm. birthday anniversary. Uh, don't forget, folks, there is a Go, uh, Danny Moz, our colleague and friend, has set up a GoFundMe page for Doc Terror for Nicole Harris and them to supplement their income while this thing, while he's fighting his chemo. And congratulations on getting quite a nice little chunk of change there so far and people are continuing to contribute so congratulations it's help on that a lot. Very... it's gonna and, help a lot the medical you know, bills are astounding oh yeah just and, that nuclear testing today was over four thousand dollars so yeah, i and can't I've got, even imagine I've got at least i've got at least 11 more chemos to go so that's at least what i'm looking for so and, uh, and statistical fact a person with terminal illness, even one that's going to beat it, 80% of them lose everything. So, folks, every drop counts. So, please mm-hmm. help your friends out that are going through ordeals like this because they'll need it. And if nothing else, they know, they know someone's in their corner. Even a small bit helps sometimes. Sometimes just flowers or a, a, a card saying, I'm thinking of you, is enough. So, if you can't contribute or pornography. money. 
Pornography is good, <laughs> and, and so is baked goods. Baked oh, goods let me give you one. One for the road. <laughs> one for the road. There's this one, which is my favorite. It's German, but you can find a copy of it dubbed in English, and it's called Insatiable Janine. Sounds nice. beautiful. I love insatiableness. I fucking love Insatiable Janine. It is by far my favorite porn. Oh, Excellent. put that on the Facebook page, please. I want. I, I'll share that one for sure. Mm-hmm. You post your so, all right. Well, thank you, Doc Terror. We are so happy to hear from you, James Harris. And please call back Thanks, guys. anytime happy you fucking want. Happy birthday. And if you, you want to donate so. to James, he you can find his GoFundMe page available on Archivist at Sexy Witches page as well as our personal pages. We've all yep, shared absolutely. it. Thank you. So awesome. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so, like, I'm about to get all the clamps here because, you know, so far people that I've really wanted to hear from have called in. <laughs> James Harris and Eric Polk. And we thank you both for calling. And Nathan's my guest host. And uh, it is now 944, so 15 minutes till our 10 o'clock um, our interview with Jennifer Aspinall, Street Trash, Toxic Avengers. Sounds so like community calendar time. makeup. Yeah, we, well, I was thinking now that we're 15 minutes in, we'll do the calendar at the scheduled time because mm. apparently I didn't need to fill the space. No. Happy surprises. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's really we funny about it. We can easily fill space. Oh, yes, we can. <laughs> believe me. We all can. Matter of fact, like, I was kind oh, of we can bullshit about anything. Like, I like to stuff uh, open spaces, just pack, oh pack it full, just and stuff it some more, you know. Yeah, that would make <laughs> a good plan well, too. Fill the void. <laughs> I have we will get drunk in my house and write really weird things on the fridge. I have this thing on the fridge. I just saw little little Miss Fist Rister glow goes to slide camp. I don't know what fucking night we were partying and we wrote that up there, but little Miss Fist Rister goes to slide camp. So I think that was like a possible porn name that we thought of one giggly night. Like that, possibly. So, I think that needs to get made. Um, <laughs> get made. I, I shared actually with, with James Harris um, one of my favorite porns, and it's from the 70s. It's called RX for Sex. And it's just hysterical. Um, it, I think Harry Reams is the star of it, you know, and he right. plays this like like doctor and it's just really 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 it's an anthology believe it or not you had it in our dropbox at one time didn't you yes yes i did i gave it to you and james harris and as a matter of fact i accidentally shared it with someone i didn't know i just think it's hysterical (laughs) it's the first thing i actually shared on the air on the web like you know it was a porn film like that is so cliche but at the same time it's like so funny because i don't watch porn that much I have to like the really like it porn. or be in a really really <laughs> raunchy mood, and, you know. So, um, uh, you know, like I, I mean, I like the classics, you know what I'm saying. I don't so. even have to be in a raunchy mood. I can just be in a mood to laugh at something ridiculous and watch porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the better yeah. times I've had in a long time are at Jimmy Bickert's backyard drive-in. He's got a drive-in. It's the director of uh, Dear God No and Frankenstein Creative Bikers. He has a drive-in uh-huh. in his backyard where we will just drink and watch That's movies. That's my dream. And, and it always ends up about 4 a.m. We're just like, dude, put on some porn. So we will sit back there and watch, like, 70s bush porn all till the wee oh, hours of the morning. It's he great. has an attack on the bush I want to go. It's, it's horrible. Like, I like the bush. 
You know, I was talking about this with someone the other day. You know what I think porn today is missing that porn used to have? And it's not Bush. Theme songs. They had a theme song to them. Why don't they do The yeah. last one I found that had that was a Joanna Angel flick called Rock and Roll in Your Butthole. That one is the last <laughs> one I heard that has a theme song. There hasn't no, been one you know, in a good 10 years. We need four themes back. We do. That's a great point. Deep is good because of the music. And oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like the, the, I, the soundtrack, I knew the soundtrack to Deep Throat before I actually saw the film. So, uh, I'm all about music. You know what, I'm going to go, I got to go through while we're talking here, I'm going through my list because there's this one porn that I got a hold of that's older from the, it's from the 80s. And it has like this kind of weird, dusty kind of like grunge metal cowboy music in it. And I fucking love it. I love it. It's it's such a it's so bad and sleazy. So go ahead and keep talking. I'll I'll look for it and then I'll tell you what it's called. Have you ever seen Thriller? 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 Oh. Thriller. It is a parody. It was a porn parody of Thriller. I love porn parodies. Oh my fucking god. Ago. And uh, first of all, there is the uh, the werewolf costume which shoots black jizz. And oh. Wait, what's also... this? You said the magic word. You said werewolf. What is this called again? That it's called Thriller. <laughs> Okay, just and yeah, they, he, they will actually stop in the middle of a sex scene and have a song and dance number. And then oh my god, that's amazing! It's You're fucking me. great. Oh my you, god, you ladies have to see this. Okay, I, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna find that. Did you ever oh, see I, Edward Penis Hands? Because my God knows that that's no, one of the most oh famous my god, ones. I've never seen I actually heard of that one. No. I really I actually had that a copy of it on VHS at one point, and it was fucking ridiculous. I mean, it was so low budget and hysterical, and you could see the main actress's cesarean scar. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're like, oh, no, this right, is magic. Get so funny too. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a great conversation, but I'm going to take one final caller tonight. Wow, before we go onwards, so let's go for it. Ready? You're for area code. You're on with the sexy witches. Hello, hello. 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 Who is hello. who's calling? This is the cuz. This is your happy Aaron. anniversary. Aaron? Hey, baby. <laughs> oh, Gore. It's Gore. And if you're going to be talking porn soundtracks, you got to give it up for the 80s when they had all the, uh, the just slightly off from the uh, top uh, eight, top 20 hits of the time. Holly Does Hollywood had a great soundtrack to it. Holly Does Hollywood. Holly Does so Hollywood, folks, yeah. And it was this is almost, my cousin, but, by the way. Uh, I forgot hello, to introduce you properly, Aaron. So, Aaron, <laughs> this is my cousin, Aaron. Uh, the cousin, and he's, you know, he's our, what, what do you call him? I always yeah, L.A. Corey, I always want to call him his Bosley to our sexy witches, but that's not right. You had a better Uncle something. What was it? Oh, well, what I thought your... you know, I could be my own sexy witch, and I thought Uncle Arthur. Actually, um, you're my sexy witch. L.A. Warlock. I thought that's what I was going to rename you eventually. Ooh. All right, I'm I'm hip you... to that. Sexy L.A. I'm Warlock, hip. you know, he's got his little, he's got that I'm little ponytail awesome. thing like, like Julian Sands, so that totally works, and... <laughs> so, uh, rocked in those movies. I loved it. 
Oh my god. No, Julian Sands fucking rocks in those movies. You're right. Yeah, he's a, he's <laughs> in our section with <laughs> our gallery on my Helena, Facebook page. He's so pathetic in that movie, but he's supposed to be. Yeah, the, all I could think of when I met him was in my head, and I was repeating, "I've seen your penis. I've seen your penis. Hi, I've seen your penis." <laughs> <laughs> I just thought Warlock on VHS, speaking of the love of VHS. I just thought that on VHS is nice. from the waistline. I'm like, I fucking need this. So, so um, Aaron is going to call in on our next show. And that is for, because he is going to go to Bat Days in the Fun Park. And Aaron, would you give a quick shout out to what that is? And also, I know you have a shit ton of media conventions coming up. So please, plug away. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Bats Day in the, the Fun Park is the longest going of the uh, group meetups in the park. Uh, this is for all the, the death muffins and, and groom flowers. Uh, it's just goth city girl, and it's a hell of a lot of fun for people watching. And they do a huge uh, black market, as they call it, beforehand with every goth vendor you could possibly think of. And they do a special dinner, and they do a concert, and it's a hell of a lot of fun. And it was the original. Uh, nowadays, we have, you name it, um, Potter Days in the Park. The Harry Potter uh, fandom is huge right now. We just had Dapper Days uh, this Saturday and Pinup Days on Sunday. So uh, Nice. It, it, as one friend said, it's like every little special so- snowflake has their own Disney day now. And I'm totally cool with that. I, I, I think it's a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, but the, uh, the, the thing that I've got coming up that I have you and you alone to blame for is apparently I'm getting dragged this Saturday to Monster Palooza in Pasadena. Yeah, I was hoping so. <laughs> Hooray! Oh, my God. I'm and, so happy to hear that. You have to give a recap of Monster Palooza. So, hooray. Which, by the way, just won a rondo four years in a row now for best convention in the country. Really? Wow. Yes. So, let's see if it is, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take (laughs) pictures and post them and let you know. Uh, Yeah, so fabulous. Nakajima, uh, one of the original Godzilla's, or Gojira, is going to be there. Gojira. I know. Right. He, he was. He is man in suit. That is. That's why uh, he's a headliner, and Linda Blair is the other headliner at Monster Palooza yeah. this year. So, and there's a lot of other people too. I mean, it's a huge Adrian lineup, Bro. and uh, yeah, Adrian Adrian Bro, Bro, Adrian Nauthin, a bunch of the people from uh, Starship Troopers are going to be there. Yeah, um, Dina Lance Meyer Anderson. is awesome. I met her. I met her last year at Awesome Con. Her and, her and Casper Van Dien. I went to the, the panel and I, I had them sign autographs. And Dina Meyer sang, Shake It Off to me. To me. No way. And, it, right and, and, and so I actually was one of my geek moments of the year because I hugely love Dina Myers. And she's as beautiful and as amazing as she was when she did that movie. And, I, you uh-huh. know, she's such a badass. 
Love Dina Myers. Mm-hmm. Casper Van Dien is Casper Van Dien. He's exactly who you think he is. He's awesome, too. Mm-hmm. So, it was a really good fucking panel. So go see their panel. They Their mediator did not show up, which I was, you know, that's a pretty big no-no, have your, your mediator not show up. I know Nathan that's would awful. never not show up for his panel, right? No. And these or guys you'd never be asked to mediate so again. <laughs> the, but these guys have been doing this panel for so long. They were so in the zone that they were just like throwing it like, all right, we'll do this, we'll do that. They answer questions. It, they were just, they didn't need one. Okay. Nice. They, just, they, they, they knew how they, it was like a ballet of, of snark. It was really fun. Really fun, fun panel. So go see the Starship Trippers panel. You won't regret it. So, I love you. Sorry. I'm all excited you're going to Monster Palooza now. <laughs> I'm actually super excited. So we'll, well talk about no that a little bit. The <laughs> Yay. And, of course, you're going to San Diego Comic-Con, which just announced that they're yeah. going to have live streaming now, which is awesome. So we're going to get uh, it live streaming yeah, and slightly whole... edited versions of Hall H. So we'll get Hall H's, like, they'll screen it, and then they'll show it after it happens kind of thing that's what's gonna happen so that's like my dream come true and actually (laughs) i talked to one of the guys who's behind that and uh i have a whole little mini presentation for you when there's more time but basically they're set up to do a netflix for geeks and this is like going to be the flagship of it and all the truth and all Mm -hmm. the The geeks shall inherit oh yes yeah, yep. you, right. you. That was so, like you just gave me a Christmas present early, telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Aaron, for calling. Uh, you've been with us for the beginning. I'm so glad you've been on this journey with me. And you know, we've always liked each other, but we've never been able to hang out because of the opposite locations. So we only get to meet every couple of years or so. So to have this relationship with you is awesome. So thank you so much for being on the show with me. And I can't wait to see you soon, motherfucker. Yeah, I have to get out there. Have to get out there. At some point, the end of my, uh, the, before the year is out, I'm coming out to see you. So, uh, you know, be prepared. I will come see you. And we'll go That's to Disneyland, it. and I'll bring the brat, and she's going to ride everything, and it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be awesome. Be prepared for sensation. We need to plan on July of next year when we have D23 and Comic-Con within weeks of each other. That's right. This is insane. Next year is insane in general, though, because you also have Worldcon here in D.C. I mean, next year, this show is going to be just as is my I mean, this show just keeps going up because things keep getting bigger in conventions. I can't believe what's happening in the scene right now. I think it's, it's been a lot of fun to ride this ride. That's for darn sure. Now, it's 9.57, so I'm going to take a quick break because um, we're waiting for the big finale of the night. Before um, It's from 10 o'clock to about 10.30. Uh, Jennifer Aspinall, the Emmy-winning makeup artist, uh, will be the calling in. you're here. The moment oh, we've all been waiting for. I mean, at this point, if I do this interview and it's awesome, which – It'll be awesome on her end. Who knows if it'll be awesome on my end, but it'll, I'll just like collapse and die, but it won't matter because my bucket list will be like crossed off. So it's okay. You know, it's just, it's just awesome. 
it also makes me a tad bit greedy. Like I'm thinking, wow, she actually said yes. Who else can I get to say yes? You know, no, like, really, there's no. no oh you, God, you she's got bitten by the bug. That's, that's oh good though. God. That's a good bug. Well, but it's a bug. Look at you when you need it. Look at you when you need it. People. I just I like, like, I want to honor them. Like, you know, I want to yeah, like say, you exactly. know what, we are, we are your fans. And I also yeah. want this show to be a space for my friends. And believe me, I gab. But, you know, I want people to call in. I want people to, mm-hmm. like, plug their shit. I want people to come here and mm-hmm. say, you know what, I saw this movie. I really need to talk about it. You know, I, I want that to happen here. So, but so, but I'm gonna t- and I'm really glad that everyone has called in tonight. It's been a wonderful hour. Thank you to Will Keltner, Eric Pope, David Austin, our super fan. I'm gonna say his name wrong. Jasani, something like that from Atlanta, Jusani? guitar player, first Jasani, first call, first time caller, and of course Doc Terror, James Harris, and my cousin Aaron Kogan. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling, and thank you for being part of this. And Aaron, you're welcome to stay on because you're one of my official correspondents, or you can bug out, or you can come back at 10:30 with the community calendar. It's up to you. I'm gonna take a break. You can sit on that. Let's let's play a little trailer, shall we? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I can't. There we go. <laughs> you can. I try. All right, Hello. we'll do it ourselves. In a time where there's monsters, I got the porn. Okay, let's try the porn. In a world, the porn is pornographic. The porn is pornographic. It's like a vampire oh, porn, yes. but there's like this kind of LA LA gun pseudo shitty music in it. But I fucking love it. That's the one. Pornographic. Wow, great. I, it's. Just, I, I know. I love it. Instant, and I love that's what nuclear oatmeal because every play. girl has like. What's that, honey? That's what that's nuclear oatmeal right. will have let's to play. Oh yeah. Pony All right. Well, hey, the ladies, sound board is on completely I'm about to have to get and... out. Go, go ahead, Nathan. Hey, I'm about to have go to ahead. get out of here because I have to go. I have to go record a uh, an audition right. for a voice actor part. Of it. All right. Good luck. Uh, so before geez, I do, can I, I throw a quick board. plug out? Go for it. Sorry about that. The, the right. board's just out to lunch. Go ahead. <laughs> Everybody, please go to picking-brains.com. That's the podcast that That's I host great. with uh, Brad Slayton. Uh, come check us out. we got some really cool stuff coming up. We just uh, we just put up our second episode interviewing Joe Bob Briggs. We've got a great episode we did last month talking about 40s horror with David Skull. We've got like all kinds oh, of I really cool David stuff Skull. going on. Oh, he's, he's great. We love that guy. He's he actually got a uh, really good book come, about to come out. So go check out Picking Brains. Check out the Southern Cellular Facebook page. And EKG, just so you know, I have been quietly at work on a project me and you have talked about, and I will have something to bring to you soon. I have some news on my end, too. So a uh, little news, Excellent. but it will make you happy. So we'll Excellent. talk about that later. Awesome, awesome. So thank you, Good Nathan, deal. for being our guest host. And no call problem, back, ladies, of and anytime. happy birthday, happy anniversary, and here's to another year. Woo-hoo. Of estrogen so that and cells. I'll, I'll drink to that. Absolutely. <laughs> Take it easy, ladies. All right. Good Thanks, night, Nathan. Sweetie. Love you. Sport of the Lord. That was <laughs> the son of Sally Lloyd, Nathan Hamilton. Please listen to the Picking Brains podcast. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of raunch, a lot of gore. You know, everything a video nasty should be. So we're we're, we're really proud.
proud of Nathan, and I love him to death. He's one of my favorite people. And I believe my guest host is actually already on the line. So we're just going to bring her right in. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I was going to do some kind of, like, intro because I'm like – but the soundboard is so scary. It just spins tonight. So, hey, the community calendar's music works at least. So we'll just use that, shall we? So my guest tonight, I believe that she's on the air, so we're going to go right into it. Um, most of my horror geeks that listen would know her from her re- work from Street Trash and Toxic Avenger, but you may have also seen her work on SNL Mad TV on The Tonight Show with Jane Leto. Um, when I started doing this podcast, um, I made a list of people that I wanted to be to talk to someday, and the number one name I wrote on there was Jennifer Aspinall. Kind of surprised me too, but I love makeup artists. And I loved Street Trash and Toxic Avenger. And she was a pioneer at the time and still working to this day on amazing stuff. So I'm really humbled and honored to have her on my anniversary show. Please welcome to our show, Emmy Wimmer, makeup FX artist and horror icon, Jennifer Aspinall. Hello, Miss Aspinall. You are on with the sexy images. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. I'm great. How are you? We Congratulations. are um, <laughs> We're sexy. How are you? I'm tired, but I'm sexy. She's sexy too, so she fits right in. I told her she was. <laughs> oh. I have never doubted that. So Miss Aspinall, this is the sexy witches. Thank you. My name is Elizabeth Gray. I'm the head huntress. Um, you've met Bonnie. She met you in uh, person at Cinema Wasteland. She's on the line too. Hello, yep. say hello, Bonnie. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie. Hi. I mean, <laughs> and, and so the one person you haven't responded to yet um, is Erin Marie. She's my sexy porn witch from West from uh, from Virginia. I almost called you West Virginia. Hi. How horrible is Again. that? Again, <laughs> I don't know. I do apologize, but we are the Sexy Witches, and this is a call-in show. It's kind of like a party line. We just kind of talk about whatever we want to talk about. And obviously, we are here. We, you thank you for coming on the show. I know you have an extremely sure. busy schedule, and it, it, you know, like I said, when I did my list, it, you were number one on my list. I just like well, I really want to talk thank to her. You. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for that. That's very sweet. Hi. It, it's just you know. A lot. I love makeup artists. Matter of fact, you and I have a, a mild acquaintance with R.J. Hattie from season four or season three of Face Off. So, uh, you know, it's kind of small world. Sometimes you bump into people like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, I was a huge fan of Stan Winston and, you know, and Tom mm-hmm. Savini as a kid. And, and you were right there with them. And, you know, you still hear the names like that in mainstream a lot of times, but you don't always hear your name except for, like, Fangoria, which has been a huge supporter of you over the years. Uh, you know, um, But I noticed reading some of your articles, you were talking about how you never really felt like, and this has been a hot subject for the sexy witches because it's all over the web about women and inequality and things like that. And I noticed you said that you never found it really in the makeup industry itself but in other places. And I'll move year, a few years later. We're in 2016. You did that interview in 2013, I read. Um, has it, any of this evolved or changed? Is the, is the noise louder than the truth? Uh, how has it, how has it been in the, in, the, in the industry, and how has, it, how has things evolved since the, um, 
the 80s, 90s, and now we're in the 2015s and onwards. What interview were you quoting? What interview were you talking about? Uh, I was reading a 2013 interview on Fangoria, really short, sweet interview about you directing uh, the transformation sequence in Toxic Avenger, and you mentioned Mm -hmm. in there about um, you you, uh, came across as being a woman, uh, never really any industry issues with with your own industry. It was always from people from other departments. Yeah, I think that was I think that was probably projected um, probably slightly different than I really meant it. I think that it's it's definitely in our industry and if if they're meaning the makeup world, it's definitely in the makeup world. But I myself often just operate as an artist, so I tend to not try to feed into any of that. So I tend to try to just move forward and not hold on to that stuff but it is there yeah. and it, it, in the in the making of some of those uh films back in the 80s it was it was a, again I was a department head and I was young and I and didn't really always see or feel or know what I was experiencing with that kind of um issue in regards to uh sexism or or uh, a certain type of naivety I guess yeah yeah, but it but it 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 did occur to me later on down in in my life. But um, you know, it back then I definitely felt it more from different departments. But it did it it did as I got into the makeup effects world, it definitely was present. But again, I try not to just as a human being not feed into that stuff. So I try not to get caught up in it. And I think it it is sort of one of those situations that. Um, the only way you can really combat it is to just do your own thing and and not let it influence you. So in that head, you're on the back half of an independent film career where you've done a lot of stuff since then. And we're on like our, our beginning end of it. And I want to say from our end in the horror scene, None of us have ever, I, Ronnie can attest, I can attest, I have never felt anything like that. I've always felt welcome yeah. and very encouraged to assist in any way possible, <laughs> you know, and, uh, yeah. you know, so I, I really I enjoy that kind of aspect. I, the creation part of it is the best, most wonderful part of what yeah. I do. Well, there's a dog. I think that that's and probably I, I, changed a lot from, from the 80s, from when I started. And, and again, there weren't many. I don't. I didn't know any other women doing what I was doing at that time. I know there were a few I, I, the, women I, doing it. There still really it, isn't um, that as many. Uh, no, there's still I, less, and, less in the effects world. There's still. It's although it's it, it is you know it's such a different world than it, it was 30 years ago. It's just a different experience. Um, there's I mean, a lot present at this point in history, and and a lot of the stuff that went on in in that period you know probably thanks i don't want to take credit but i think thanks to people like myself and and v and everybody else women who have been in it for so long you know okay. there is a different mindset at this point and i don't think that i think in the um in the lower budget horror film world there's probably a different uh you know it's just a different a different experience at this point and and I'm glad that you guys aren't experiencing it, and and I'm hoping that we'll keep continuing to be all over uh, the world, and, and you know not just our little industry, 
but um, you know, it'd be great if that could just keep moving into just staying focused on the creative part and not have to get mm-hmm. focused on anything else. Yeah. Well, I, I thank you so much. I know I didn't mean to start with such a heavy question. I was really surprised. No, that's okay. Was, okay. Said, <laughs> <laughs> you start out heavy so you can get light. You want the interview no, okay, to be yeah. end on a good note. I think this whole episode has been nothing right but now. like porn conversations. Like I swear, like I don't know why so much porn has been talked about in this episode. So believe me, we've been talking really like light stuff on this episode. So I was really <laughs> surprised how strong that was. You I was do like, have, oh, I'm doing Well, I have you a, do strong, have a I, I find called it interesting the porn Definitely, it definitely keeps coming up in my life recently, which I think is really interesting. I keep being asked about it and doing interviews where I'm, it's the main thing. And I I wonder if there's something going on in the universe where people are just becoming so conscious that it's really out there. And I I, I just think it might be the current political climate and and how it's so hypersensitive right now. It is. Yeah. It is. Well, yeah, there's always is. a middle but ground. I, I commend though. you, I mean, though. I, I, I love your approach, Jennifer. I love. I commend you for just, you know, because sometimes things just happen, and you can't, you can't change people in a day. You can't change them in a week. You can't change them even in a year sometimes. And you just have to keep, keep your head down and keep working and keep going forward because people don't know what they do. They don't realize what they do, and you no. just yeah. move on. And, and it shows great strength to people around you. You know, it's just it's it's just a different. Um, uh, what am I saying? It's it's just for me. That's my philosophy in life: is to stay. I believe that we influence our environment by by the way we act and the way that we carry ourselves and what we do. And the best way to change anything is to change ourselves and to stay focused on putting out that energy, because that energy will influence everything and everybody around you. Absolutely. And and exactly. I think that I. I get less of that stuff coming at me because I just don't operate in that space. And and exactly. when it does show up, it's amazing to see it, and I do see it. And as a Leo, I I have a reaction to it. But as mm. a as spiritual being, I'm very conscious of making sure that I process it in a in a constructive way. So fabulous, you know, it's just a matter of putting it out there and how you want to conduct your life, I guess. So, well, you yeah, have won an Emmy, so. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it, it's not all been bad at all. I mean, like, the, the, as a matter of fact, you've had a really awesome career, and you won an Emmy for Mad TV, and I wanted to ask you if you are working on the new series. Well, I'm hoping to. My producer is uh, in the middle of casting and getting everything uh, um, up and running. So we have had a couple of conversations but nothing's done yet so I don't know I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be able to go back and, and revisit it it would be an awesome experience I think that uh, I, I myself and the executive producer are probably the only two people that were on the show from the very first day to the very last day and it would be really uh, an awesome experience to continue on with it and do it do the, the the last few, uh, you know, the next few episodes, the next chapter. Oh, rather. yeah. Um, if neat. I read your IMDb page right, it said 17 nominations? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. That's incredible. Like five Guild Awards? Yeah. 
I, I wanted I to say my to... one of my favorite makeups you've ever done though was actually uh, one of your beauty changeovers though uh, not in Mad TV but uh, it was uh, David Bowie into uh, Andy Warhol is that right? <laughs> and, yeah. And and and, 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 and that's what I, I haven't love about seen your that work yet. is yeah I love about your work and 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 it was one of the reasons you know you obviously can do the prosthetic stuff like Toxic Avenger and the melting oh my gosh. Uh, Nathan asked me to talk about your melting, so you got to talk a little bit about how you melt things <laughs> for us. But you know, you also do a lot of beauty makeups, a lot of transformation makeups. Uh, you do uh, tattooing. You turn Scott Ian into uh, Jerry Garcia, <laughs> and uh, and uh, so uh, loosely based I want to know. If you had to, like, choose one, like, if suddenly God came down and said, okay, Jennifer Espinal, you've done everything you could possibly do, which discipline do you want to teach for the rest of your life? Which one would that be for you? What, what would be your favorite thing to continue to do in heaven, was per se? Uh, um, what's your favorite type about ever. makeup? Or like, yeah, like, makeup. What's your favorite makeup? Do you, makeup? Would you rather? I'm a- yeah, I'm a character makeup artist. I like to build characters, and I like to create mm-hmm. characters. I like to assist my actors in creating characters. So that's my forte, and I think that's what, I, what I've gotten known for in the business is mostly the character work. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I, I think that's my, probably my favorite because it incorporates almost all of, all of the kind of stuff that we do. And, and it's also... My the whole reason I even started doing this as a child was I really liked illusion, and that's for me creating that kind of illusion is my favorite thing to do. I I happened to read that 2013 Fangoria interview today myself, and I was fascinated mm-hmm. that your dad looked like Lon Chaney. Exactly. Yeah, he he kind of looked Lucky like Lon girl. Chaney without any makeup, so it was fun that's to change awesome. him into Lon Chaney's characters so I would I mean that, that would have been an extremely fun childhood <laughs> I was very I was very lucky I had two two parents who were open-minded enough to uh support me in in whatever I wanted to do and I um I started doing this when I was really young I started when I was about nine and started disguising myself and my parents and everything and and my little brother and 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 started really working when I was 11 and by the time I was 12 I was really really working and I was you know like I said I was blessed that my parents were open-minded enough to drive me to the theater every night and let me let me come home do my paper route go to the theater come home and do my homework and go to school the next morning and I did that my entire you know from the time I was like 11 till the time I graduated high school so I was you know eh I was lucky enough to have a family that was supportive. And, and, and I know <laughs> I know that a, a lot of 80s geeks like me grew up on classics like The Toxic Avenger. So thank you so much for amazing well, work. I like it. I'm uh, glad that it's still around. That makes me laugh. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about New York City for a moment because you moved there and uh, started your career in New York City. And one of the things you did was Phantom of the Opera. Is that right? Um, yeah, actually, I, I mean, I started Toxic Avenger was really pretty much my first, like, well, it was pretty much my first film. I, I was just doing commercials in New York before that, but 
Um, but as far as theater goes, yeah, I mean, I got to do Phantom on Broadway and uh, a few other things on Broadway. And the last one I designed was Victor Victoria with Julie Andrews. But, um, yeah, Phantom was awesome. I, I had a really neat experience. I was called by um, Dick Smith at one point to work with him nice. on Phantom of the Alpha and to help redesign it. And uh, they wanted to bring it from London and, and redesign it. And uh, at the last minute, we ended up not doing the job because they realized they had an amazing contract with the makeup artist who did design it and weren't able to re- weren't able to contractually redo it. So um, that that in itself is a piece of history in the makeup world. And I'm really tired and really embarrassed that I can't remember the makeup artist's name because it's one of the two most famous British designers. Anyway, um, so that was uh, my experience with that. And then and then I ended up uh, a few years later being called to come in and, and do the application of the prosthetics um, once the show had already gotten up and running. So that was nice. That was off and on it for, oh, God, probably 15 years and back and forth. Whenever my friend Thelma didn't want to, needed a break, I was going and help out. But yeah, uh, we're huge Broadway films. At least two of us here are. I don't know about Bonnie, but myself and Aaron are huge Broadway musical geeks. So we had to ask yeah. about Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I, I mean, know. I have to just contain myself to go. Did you work with Sarah Brightman? Oh my God, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, you know. <laughs> are you are yeah, you a big but, you're a big Phantom uh, a fan? Oh yeah. Love yeah. Phantoms, love it. <laughs> oh, I did have a question of my own, by the way. As I was reading your IMDb page, I saw that you worked on the last Indiana Jones film. Yes. Yeah. Crystal. I have to go Crystal back Skulls. On that page. I haven't. I haven't updated that page or really looked at it. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's pretty incomplete, but. Um, I'm glad somebody's looking at it. I should probably go in and look at it. I think. You, can you change it around? I think you can change it, right? You can add stuff. All I oh yeah, you can edit it. I got oh, her too. Because when I yeah, when yeah, I met her, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I got her. I got her. I got her like, 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 I got to work on that year my two favorite franchises in the whole world, the Star Trek and Phantom of the Opera. Uh, uh, here I go, Phantom of the Opera. I'm okay. Just how tired I am. Um, <laughs> Star Trek and Indiana Jones. Yeah. I, I, what specific um, effects did you really like on that set? Uh, I mean, on on Indiana Jones? Indiana mm-hmm. always has some pretty spectacular effects. And then, yeah, and you I know the Crystal Skull. Yeah, we got to do the... Uh, the tribal stuff. We did a lot of fun stuff with with all the tribal makeups, and nice. they were they were beautiful, and they were very long makeups. And there was an ant attack too, fun. wasn't there? Ant attack. Yeah. I, I don't the same thing. I remember yeah, them like those are those are CG though. CG, Her makeup yeah. was practical, so yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm much more for practical effects. And that's, I'm glad that they, I'm glad that the industry is leaning more towards it again too. It is. You're yeah, right. It's exactly really, what I was just going to say. I think that's cool. why, like you notice, Jennifer, that people are talking about it a lot. It's not just being obsessed with 
feminism, I think it's that you do practical effects, and that's really and people are focusing on yeah. that a lot more, especially in, in India. Yes, yes. So uh, it's uh, having I a resurgence, and we're all excited. And yeah. Once we realize what computers can do. There's been screenings of your movies again, and people love your movies, and I dragged Erin to see it for my birthday, and I was like, look, she's just as important as all these other guys, and here, have a watch of this, <laughs> and so I, you know, I wanted to ask you about Street Trash really quick before you go, because sure. I wanted the grand finale with Street Trash, so how do you melt a person? Uh, well... That was the 80s, and that was the very beginning of a lot of that kind of stuff. So I, we were all of that stuff was foam rubber and um, mesocell. And the cool thing with the mesocell that I think we we got to do was all of the um, the dyeing of it and and the whipping of it and making it opaque and, and translucent and playing with color. And uh, as a painter, that was exciting, and I. I was really, I really wanted to melt them into their environment. So the colors that are all in them are drawn from either the graffiti or the floor or something that they're in. So it kind of morphs with the with their environment. So that was that was fun, but that was mostly you know classic sculpting, you know, some rubber pieces and puppets and and lots and lots, well, lots of stuff. But that's also one of the reasons why we love you, because not only do you create this stuff, but you also are fast and reuse other pieces. And one of my other favorite people is Sarah, is Sarah Trosh. She's a costumer. She does the exact same thing with costumes. She takes her old stuff, cuts it up, and reuses yeah. it. And, and you do that, too. And we could all yeah, learn from your skill that way. Um, repurpose, and, and reuse, recycle. I think it's like a piece of collage work. I mean, a lot of times, a lot of stuff that I, I'm on in the last 20 years, there's really not a lot of time, whether it was Saturday Night Live or Mad TV, even um, even some of the films I've done, we, we don't have always have a lot of time to do to do a lot of sculpting and makeup tests. And and that's probably where my skill set is a lot different than some of the, the, the guys or the shops that do the film work because I'm used to having to cheat things and how to cheat them and make them happen fast and how to make them happen in quick changes. So I, I, do, learn, I do know how to manipulate foam rubber and change it from what it might have originally been because I, I think it's a sculpting. It's, it's a, my ability to sculpt and, and see things three-dimensionally lets me take shapes that are already there and make them in, and, and build them into other shapes. And it's it's kind of a joke with my friends and, and people that know me and, and work with me because it's sort of like I make everything out of forehead pieces. So it's just sort of like how many forehead pieces did you use to make that creature? You know, and you end up... <laughs> awesome. Is that why you're holding is that why you're holding a forehead up on your on your lotion site? Yes, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. Love it. Oh. It's just it's just oh. It's just something that I do, and I kind of like it a lot because it makes me laugh. But I, I find some sort of weird <laughs> joy in, in seeing what I can create out of, you know, 30 cheek pieces and, and 27 forehead pieces. But, mm-hmm. it's, um, it, 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 but it does save me time and money. <laughs> so if I already have the molds, I, I, could, I know, you know, it's um, just because of whatever I have in my, my artistic uh, capacity. Yeah, but I, wait. 
Right. What size no, are you? What size work. forehead are you? I have that in my back pocket. Me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have a tiny head, but I'm probably like two inches. <laughs> I'm very. I have met. I have met pit, pit bulls with larger heads than mine. I'm. Anyway. Any other, any other um, questions? So Ms. Aspinall, uh, may, may I ask you, I know you're extremely busy, and I'm about to let you go and take a nap because, you know, you've got, I know you're extremely busy. Can you tell I us what you're busy on? I have to build, yes, I have, after I get off the phone, I'm in the middle of building a um, an installation for a, a garden here in, in California. called It's up in Pasadena called Descanso Gardens, and I have a – business with a friend of mine we build what we call human vases and i don't know if you guys saw any of that on my website I did but see no, them. The I human did. Vase. they're beautiful i love those pictures Thank you. i saw them i didn't see so yeah. i take uh, oh great thank you please do that would yeah. be awesome um we we take models and most of the times they're nudes and i do illusionary paint body paint and or cover them with um stones or, or glass and build prosthetics and headpieces and costume bits and then my partner is a floral designer and we incorporate huge floral arrangements into these people so they become human human centerpieces basically. So I'm in the middle of building one for this garden which will not be a nude so she will have to have a costume and she is um, going to be a butterfly princess so I'm building a uh, a costume and headpiece and shoes and set pieces and all for her to, to sit in the middle of this um, wrought iron cage that we have for her. So it's... Um, oh, an, an oh I'd love to see that finished project. Yeah, we'll be posting it. It's it's a lot of fun. We do them every year for this particular garden and it's... Um, can I, can I ask what her colors are going to be? Uh, yeah, she's going to be off-white and white with gold accents and uh, blue and purple uh, are the other colors that are in it, sort of a soft, soft, sort of an opalescent kind of palette. So she's, she's, I'll probably do the detail work in gold. Like moonstone. Yeah. Purple's purple's my favorite color. That sounds gorgeous. Actually, my head's purple right now. (laughs) That's the most mystical color. That is so uh, wonderful. You can follow us, and we'll, we'll be posting it in a couple. We, we do it in, in May. So. Oh, I'll certainly be looking for that, ma'am. And uh, first of all, once again, thank you for coming on the show and taking oh, time out on this tiny podcast. You have made my yeah, year. Yeah. And, and it's, such a good, it's such a good omen. And and you're as cool. And when I, when I and thank you for not freaking out for us stalking you like we did. Uh, and so uh, oh, no. we, we saw we saw that the street trash reunion was happening at Cinema Wasteland. We're like, this is our shot to see if she'd actually do it. So we we wanted to Aww. say we love you, and we love your work, and and we hope that you get Mad TV. I think you so should be on Mad TV, and. I can't wait to see the human vase, and oh, uh, please let's post it on your progress. So, thank you very much. Anytime. Thank you for even wanting to talk to me. That's always an honor. I was a very oh, very I was a considerate. I was a very considerate stalker. I think wasn't I, Jennifer? I was. Yes. You were lovely. 
<laughs> I was you, like, this is going to be great. Yeah, I noticed that you, and you know, after I walked away, um, I was like, well, I couldn't have done so bad because a guy approached me and he's like, are you an effects artist yourself or do you do makeup or something? And he's like, just the way that you were talking to Jennifer. And it was, he's like, it just like you knew her. I'm like, no, I just kind of, because I, I sell glasses for a living. I'm like, I just kind of pretended the guy was selling glasses, but instead I was talking about effects. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, it was wonderful well, to meet you. Did you have Did you have fun at the at the cinema wasteland thing? That was fun. What's that? Did you have a good time? Oh, I did had a wonderful a time. time. Yeah. I had a wonderful hedonistic time. Let me tell you. Awesome. Very cool. And that's what it's all about. Where, where are you guys located? All, all over, over the place. Where are you? I'm oh, really? in Annapolis, Maryland, and and Aaron's in uh, Clifton Forest, Clifton Forest uh, Virginia. Virginia. Virginia, and oh, then wow. Bonnie's, Bonnie's, she's upstate New York, right? Yeah, about 20, yeah. seriously, so upstate, I'm 20 miles below the, the Canadian border, so I'm really close oh, to Oh, wow. Yeah. You are. Yeah. So well, we're I'll from all over. That's You're cool. in New York right now? Okay. I'm going to give, I'll awesome. be in New York in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm coming back. Oh. The weather's gorgeous here. You're going to have a great time. Yeah. I can't believe how spectacular it's been here. So uh, I'm so glad. I, I will promise not to stalk you as crazily, but I am still going to follow your career closely, okay. ma'am. And well, so thank I'm you so here. much. And right. please, if you have so, anything to drop, just drop it on my Facebook page. I'll just post it everywhere. So that's what I do. Oh, that's, <laughs> so anyway. Okay. Well, when, I, when I'm working on a show right now, when that comes down, I'm going to be doing a lot of that stuff, so you may end up getting a, a call. I no problems, no no right. problems at all. Please, you she will welcome calls at I'm any cool point in time, and we would love to have you back at any time. Yes, please call back at the time you want. So thank you. All right, all right. Thank you. You guys have Good a lovely night. evening. Okay. Thanks, Jennifer. Sleep, sleep, sleep well. Bye bye. All right. So bye. All right. That. <laughs> That was Jennifer Aspinall, the Emmy-winning oh. effects makeup artist, and we are so honored and excited that she came on the show once again, as cool as I knew she was going to be, and and I am shaking like a leaf through that entire freaking interview. <laughs> you did great. Uh, I, you did great. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I felt like I wasn't prepared because she didn't really confirm till yesterday, so I wasn't, like, studying up as much because I actually thought it was going to be the drive-in movie because we were originally thinking of doing drive-in movies, and uh-huh. so I thought it was going to be that, and it ended up not Your mind that. is amazing. Gonna, your your uh, mind is amazing. It's just so fast. I can't even, Wow. <laughs> I'm a human computer man. You are. I am. I am. It is like a million miles a minute. Yeah, yeah but you know, I, I, I knew it was going to be awesome because she's just so lovely. Oh yeah, she's so she lovely is, and, and she's so candid. You know. And and remind me to post those human faces as soon as I can because they that that line of, of photos is immensely beautiful. I, yeah, I, I want to see those. I didn't them. I didn't get to see those. Oh. I really want to see those. And yeah, we didn't. No, we, you know, I, she's such a doll. She is such a fucking doll that she did not, she forgot to plug her skin lotion that she sells. Um, well, you plugged it for called. her, though. We got it in. Kind so we'll of, but sure we didn't we mention it. It's called Skin Saver Lotion. So, and she skin came upon that, you know, doing her work. Oh, hold so. on. Hold on, Bonnie. Bonnie, hold on. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yes. put on the community calendar music, and I want you to give her a plug. Are you ready? 
Oh my Here god! Go. I'm not even. I'm like, you're crazy. Just, just uh, make it up off your ass. It's all good. We're all make crazy. Who go. cares? Go ahead. Now, now promote her lotion, please. Go ahead. Her lotion. So Jennifer Aspinall, award winner, effect person from Toxic Avenger and Street Trash now has her own line of skincare product. It's called Skin Saver Lotion. I believe you can find it at skinsaver.com. That's probably what it is. Um, or just Google the Skin Saver Lotion. Came about finding she needed something, I believe, to go underneath her prosthetics and work all day and not be itchy and not be yucky. and not. So they went through and so necessity yielded opportunity, once again, for one from the Aspinall. So Skin Saver Lotion, it's um, really, it's non-greasy, and, and it's also waterproof, and very, very deeply, deeply, deeply conditioning. So Skin Saver Lotion, ah. there you are. All right, so you heard it on the Sexy Witches. We've just got to make sure we plug her lotion, because she definitely deserves a <laughs> lotion plug. So. Okay, I, I will no. buy her lotion because it's, you know, anything it's that she tells me. It's We're going to definitely po- post that. As a matter of fact, hold on. I am going to write that shit down before I forget. Skin. I like Saver. Lotion. Lotion. Yeah. Oh, Erin. Hi. Okay. So now yeah. I have in front of me the... Um, the, the community calendar bag, and I sort of like, oh, if we're promoting product, it's time to turn on the community calendar. But before we get into it, there's two pieces of business related uh, that are that I want to also talk about. First of all, the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, who is uh, the host of Blabfest and Italian Splatterfest, and I, we're huge fans of here. Um, they recently announced the expansion of the historic bank building next door. So there's this beautiful <laughs> bank next door. And they're going to turn it into, I think, two to four screens, actually. So they're expanding. Uh, big deal. And they started a Facebook page so you can contribute or and follow progress. And so, um, it, 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 so it's, a, it's a Bank on the Arts Capital campaign. Uh, so look for that on Facebook and follow their progress as they create this new theatrical and live venue space. So congratulations to the Phoenixville Theater, uh, to the Colonial Theater. Don't forget, once again, Aaron, member tickets go on sale when? May 31st. That's correct. And pub, general public tickets go on sale June 1st. And we will be in attendance, myself and Aaron Marie. And I want maybe Bonnie to come down too for this because I have a room and it's got a plenty of space. It's, like Aaron can attest. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so. I would love to. I'd yes, love please to. Do. Think about it. Let's threesome that. <laughs> yes. There's so much to do. It's ridiculous. It's going to be well, fun. Our, oh, coven, the our coven must go. I, I forgot to tell you, uh, the theme was announced this week for Blobfest, too. And I was in, uh, this year's theme is is space science fiction clothing. So, like, like the futuristic clothing, like the silver and the shorts. And oh, cool. the weird pointy things and all that kind of like, you know, green skinned females and all of that fits Lady Gaga. science fiction. Yeah, so it's going to be a huge cost 
fashion contest this year. There's going to be all sorts of stuff and lots of women dressed up as space age with people with visors. Oh my God! It seems cool. like that would bring drag queens out. It seems like that would bring drag queens uh, out. It of probably them. will. Oh, it actually, probably oh, as will. well because they do that the best. Oh God! I want they do someone that to go as Doctor Evil and ask, "Do you like my quasi-futuristic outfits, Mister Powers?" So it, it's uh, it's going to be awesome. So um, let's see. It's yes, quiet. it is. We are going to just have a lot of fun that weekend. Yeah, so, so Aaron someday has to come out, too. He'd probably love Broadfest. I think one of us for sure oh, yeah. is going to buy a, a run-out ticket, and uh, one of us is going to probably stand outside so we can get photos from both ends. At least that's what I'll, I want I'll be do. a stander. I don't want You know I can't be a runner. <laughs> No, but you can stand across the street and snap photos for me. So I can't wait to run out screaming. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. So anyway. Okay. Our other uh, round of business business is the Rondos announced their winners over the weekend. So congratulations to all the winners. The only one I didn't really think should have won was Guardians of the Galaxy won Best Film. And I was like, yeah, but most of these... Yeah, I know. Uh, but most of the other things were, were, were awesome wins. Uh, and But I wanted to give a, a special shout-out to a few of the following wins and runner-ups. And first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Slime Queen Debbie Rashawn for winning Best Columnist. So congratulations to Scream Queen, which I know Love Aaron Marie Debbie. and I have both mess, and I know Bonnie knows her, of course. And so we're very I proud of her. And by the way... I haven't Side met her, bar. but I, I someday soon, hopefully. Oh well, she's some scares at cares now twice, and I think she's coming down for the third oh, time. So uh, I so want to definitely, you know, I definitely want to say hi to her and congratulate her. I've ridden an elevator with her a couple of times. Ah, what is that? Is that me? It's not me. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that was. But somebody dropped five one eight. Oh, maybe Bonnie did. Hopefully she comes back. Anyway, we're going to keep on. By the way, a sidebar to this is it also happens to be Greg Lamp, her director uh, from Slime City, Greg Lamberson. It's his birthday today. So happy birthday to Greg Lamberson. Uh, definitely one of my favorite geek husband independent filmmakers. So Slime City and Slime City Massacre both star Debbie Rashawn, and he does a lot of those horrible, like, ghost shark movies and stuff like that, so we like him a lot. He's in the Buffalo area, so happy birthday, Gray Langerson, and uh, let me bring back the sexy witch that went away. My dear, you're back. I'm back. Yeah, my phone's... Uh, what the And <laughs> go. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so get back on mission. Uh, more winners. Rue Morg won Best Magazine. So hooray to Paul Cornelius and Rue Morg and all those folks in Aww, the Toronto yay. area. We love them. Best Independent Film Horror Film. And I know I, a lot of us are going to cheer this one. What We Do in the Shadows. Woo! We yeah! Love that. Yay! So uh, uh, deserving. Love uh, and Best Documentary was Jordanowski's Dune, which is amazing. Oh, it's oh, so that's fucking great good. One. It is so, so fucking good. Okay, done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is, Crazy-ass genius. Oh, my God. It's, it's on one the of those films ass. you you watch and you just start screaming at the screen. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Right? <laughs> you know, that's one of those kind of documentaries. It, 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 it is incredible. It was awesome. Documentary. Oh, my God. So yeah. we love that movie. Um, 
and what a is person it? that's been on our sh- uh, Jodorowsky's, Jordan, Jordanowski's Dune. Jodorowsky's Dune. Uh, just watch it. Yeah. Just watch yeah. it. And it, you just it, you can stream he, it on Netflix. So much about his his you know his approach mentally and everything and philosophically to this whole thing. He was oh. very moved by by the but and then the universe who actually Dune. comes to work for him is like mind-boggling. Like the people I that know. flock to this project, I don't even want to tell you, Aaron, because it, the part of the fun of this documentary is learning who worked on this with yeah. him. <laughs> and yeah. So watch it. It's fabulous. You'll love it. So, yeah. oh, um, Great geeky uh, stuff. Well, I want to say kudos to someone that's been on our show. They came up runner-up on, on one of the uh, for best website, and that would be Count Gorgeval. Horror host. Oh, I also, yay! And, He's a doll. And I went to King, I went to the so AFI dumb. King Kong thing with my daughter uh, uh, last weekend. So that was a lot oh, of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was cool, and he hosted that. He also got honorable mention for best horror host, which went to Sanguli on Me TV, which is going to keep happening because it's the only one that's syndicated. So, yeah, you know, that there's, exactly. there's an issue there. But... Ford of all, already been made a monster kid in the year that I wrote him in as a monster kid. So we're good with Count. He's got, he's got his, you know, we got yeah. him. He's got a bad, but he got a runner up in bet for best website, which Creature Features is a very good website. And it's actually shown some of my friends' movies, which is always a good thing. <laughs> and it's honorable mention <laughs> for horror hosts. So, hey. Okay. And the Monster Kid Hall of Fame has a new inductee of Jose Mojica Marins. Who, if you don't know what his name is, you'll know his movies. He is Coffin Joe. Coffin Joe and oh, I would say Nathan. Yeah. yeah, Nathan Hamilton loves Coffin Joe. So yeah. I'm sure he's Fantastic really now. excited about that win. He did, so he's in the That's Monster awesome. Kid Hall of Fame. So, so congratulations to all the Wanda winners. And someday we'll be one of them, at least a nominee. So it's the only <laughs> award that I've ever actually wanted. I, I want to walk down the red carpet of the Oscars. I don't want to win one. I just want to wear the dress. No, we're not. It's so sad because now we're not allowed to talk about that shit. I'm like, feminists, I'm, I, sometimes it's just gone too far because we're forgetting that sometimes Sorry. pretty things are nice to talk about. What the fuck? There's, n- <laughs> there's nothing wrong with enjoying a nice dress and a nice court. There isn't. It's when, there isn't. It's when and someone like, says I think my, you, you have to wear it, hmm. that's when there's an issue. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and yeah. it's true. And Chris Rock all night, I think one of the funniest things for me that I thought that he said because I, I felt they kept coming back to racism a bit too much. It was so uncomfortable for everybody, oh my God, so uncomfortable they gave up sixty five thousand dollars for cookies um but he what did he say? oh my God, oh, he was because we were talking about you know not being able to ask the women you know what they're what they're wearing, and he said something he's like, well, what the hell you know he's like he's like, yeah, he's like if George Clooney was wearing something would he like green coming out of ass and this and that he's like he's like someone would stop and say, what are you wearing, but men all wear the same thing he's like, we're not trying to like you know single out women they're just wearing the awesomest things so we want to know what the fuck yeah. they're wearing well, and it's and, a cha- and i mean the whole the, purpose is a chance for designers to showcase their exactly not anyway. a designer is an artist yeah, too and they deserve way. it as well they're so, artists you know, thank you yeah they're artists but I mean, we'll talk yeah. but we've talked about that a lot on this show already on the oscar episodes yeah. so uh you know but yeah oh, i wasn't there for that so okay are you ready Ladies and gentlemen, buckle in because we you have ready for the sex, girls? media okay. convention picks. We have a shit ton of media conventions happening in the next um, 
<laughs> two weekends, okay? You can definitely see seasons upon us, okay? First of all, Aaron just mentioned that he is going to the four-time Rondo Head award-winning Monster Palooza in Pasadena, California. Headliners are Linda Blair and Godzilla, and you have Dina Myers and Casper Van Dien, and it's actually one of the few makeup effects-centric horror cons. It really does focus on makeup artists and the people under the makeup. And so that makes it stand out a little bit. It's very it's very geeky and very appropriate that we had Jennifer Aspinall on the show with Monster with one of us going to Monster Palooza. Cause so Aaron, that's what you look for. Look for all the makeup artists at Monster Palooza because that's really the strength of that show. Really? So all right. And like you said, Haruko Nakajima himself, Godzilla. He is one of the headliners. Oh, my God. Got to get to meet Gojira in person. That is just awesome. And and I, I believe he was Gojira in my favorite one, which is Gidro um, the Three-Headed Monster. I think he was. So, uh, so yay to that. So, um, he was in uh, right, one so of my the, favorite, War of the Gargantuas. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love War of the Gargantuas. That's such a cheese ball yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. yeah I know what's in that. I've totally seen it. Gargantua oh, Red totally versus Gargantua Green. Oh, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. It's awesome. So, <laughs> um, All right. So we have one tiny bit closer to, to Bonnie, but not really. But she could come down if she wanted to. The great Philadelphia Comic-Con is happening on 422 as well. And that's, so if you're on the East Coast, you can go to this. And that is James Fran and Robin Lortier of Gotham are the headliners, but they will all, they will also be at Awesome Con, which is cool. And okay. my favorite person on the list is Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger herself, is going to be at this show. So no way. Yeah, the Pink Ranger. Not a mighty Pink Ranger fan. Uh, um, okay, Atrocity. Did it so you have to love it. It's required on the show. The trust worked on it. You have to say I, I know. Do, okay. I know. I know. Uh, I know. My, well, my, my sister, part. both my brothers were. That was the problem. I was a teenager and I had three younger siblings that watched it. <laughs> so it was like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Captain uh, Planet all over the place, and the, the just uh-huh. the shit out of fifteen-year-old me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and of course, if you're in the Philly area, it's only another uh, two and a half hours to Parsippany, New Jersey, and that is where Chiller Theater Toy Model and Film Expo is happening this weekend on four, starting at 4:23. And um, it's a staple; it's been there for a long time. My friends live near it, so they go. I used to live like literally 10 miles from there. So, uh, you know, it's a very nice yeah. area this time of year just to be in if you want to go for a drive. And James Harris lived yeah, not and too dude, far from there it as takes well. place. it takes place in a fucking hotel that looks like a castle. Yes, That's, it does. Oh. It's a really neat place. It's awesome. Um, so good. Yeah, it's a this, cool Sheraton. This year they have Alice Cooper. They do. Loaf, yeah. And Weird, Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the one I'm really sad that I I won't get to meet. So, but we well, have a awesome. Rocky Horror uh, reunion with Meatloaf, Barry oh, Boswick, yeah. Patricia, and Little Nell. Nice. So it's going to be know. a huge show. It's always a huge show. Tiller Theater is always good. So definitely check that it out. Is. It looks now, like if you the lines go, are insane for that. It can be. 
That's for sure. Um, now, if you want to go completely flip it on and go to a smaller, tinier con, I wanted to give a shout-out to Flint, Michigan. I don't know if you've noticed the news lately, but they've been pissed on by pretty much everyone on the planet, uh, including their own people, uh, because of this whole water crisis. And, of course, they've been the fodder for documentaries and Michael Moore films for years because he's from there. Uh, so I wanted to give a shout out to a positive thing that happens in Flint. Things do things, good things do happen, and one of those is the Flint Comic X Con Seven, which happens in downtown Flint, Michigan. It's an open air farmers market devoted to comic books. It happens once every year, and one of our course called in Paul Cornelius of Rumorgue. He has been on the show before. He is actually so going sweet. to be there as a vendor. And please say hi to him and his new son, Anakin. So congratulations, Paul, for the new, his new son. So, uh, you know, uh, he's been doing very well. So hey to poor Cornelius, and uh, he's been having a good year as well. So, you know, uh, and another small one, and this one's closer to us. This is in Rockville, Maryland. It's called CreatorCon. Actually, and it's an interactive spring festival, so it's like comic books and video games and technology and education industries, and it's it's aimed at students, but anybody can go, lots of robotics and things like that. It's also sponsored by Third Eye Comics, who does Comic-Con, and uh, a shameless plug, Steve Anderson, the creator, uh, the owner of Third Eye Comics and the founder of AwesomeCon, will be on our show on May 31st to talk about AwesomeCon, which starts on June 1st, so right before the show. And I'm really excited because I'm going in some capacity. We're still kind of seeing which one it's going to be. It can go one of three ways. I really don't really care at this point which way it goes. Well, actually, I do care. But I really, really just want to know, like, how I'm going to see it in the, the show, which capacity I'm going to end up doing. I'm really excited. The good show. We'll talk about Awesome Con in detail on May 31st. So, uh you also have on the 29th, you have the HP Lovecraft Film Festival in Cthulhu Con in San Pedro, California. And this is a, a Lovecraftian films and panels, lots of artists and authors, lots of authors at this one. This one's really fiction. And if you're into books and you're into Lovecraft, go to San Pedro, California to HP Lovecraft Film Festival in Cthulhu Con. But last but not least, we're going to talk about the elephant in the room, one of the biggest cons of the year, especially in horror 429 starts Texas Frightmares, ladies and gentlemen. And as have you looked at the lineup they're having this year? Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, I'm, like Texas I'm missing Frightmares. It. I'm, always, not, I'm not happy that I'm missing it. It's always big. I've never actually gone. And Texas Frightmares, once again, the lineup is practically jaw-dropping. Headliners, Rose Robert England. Rose McGowan, yeah, George Rose A. McGowan. Romero, who also did Mad Monster Party that Aaron went to, uh, mm-hmm. David Arquette, Matthew Lillard, and Lance Hedrickson, and then it's followed up by a bunch of classic regular Horicon circuit guests that are always worth visiting, like Kane Hodder, who we're, of course, all huge yeah. fans of on this show, and Tony Todd, and so the, so it's, it's, it's a mix of people that go, do the circuits and the picks of people that don't do the circuits very often. And uh, Texas Frightmares is huge. <laughs> so, oh, and Billy Pond, buddy Billy Pond is also oh, yeah. playing Circus yeah. of the Dead there. And, and a lot of uh, a lot of the cast is going to be there too. I know Rusty's going to be there. Mr. Blister yeah. will be there. Cigarette so, uh, dangler. Look, 
So please check out Circus of the Dead if you're going to Texas Frightmares. It's really, really cool, fun, raunchy, yeah, rampagey awesome. movie. And uh, Billy Pod will be on our Madness theme show drop. So he's actually coming on that show as our special guest on May 17th. So like I said, so May excited. is going to be amazing. So, so that's the end of the media conventions, but wait, there's more. Do you know there's also <laughs> a shit ton of fan events and film festivals and screenings? The Newport Film Beach Film Festival starts in Newport, California on 421. Really, really good festival. Uh, ben Wheatley's Kill, uh, of Kill List, one of my favorite horror directors right now. Um, his movie High Rise, starring Tom Hiddleston, is going to have its American debut there. And Rita Moreno mm. is having a Q&A, which is awesome. So um, in Dallas, Texas, one of my favorite movie theaters is the Texas Theaters, having its 85th anniversary, also on the 21st. 35 cents gets you in the door, and they show you an original movie tone newsreel, Mickey Mouse cartoons, and feature Parlor and Bedroom and Bath games and Buster Keating. Uh, 35 cents gets you in, and the first 100 people will actually get a, 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 regular, original, uh, a replica Texas program from 1931. So isn't that mm-hmm. shit? That's nice. awesome. The Texas Theater That's is crazy. a wonderful place. So. Um, now, closer to Queenie, I tried to get her to go, but they're just too busy. Uh, Boneback Comedy of Horror Film Festival in Seattle, Washington. It's, a, it's, a, it's, the, it's, it's one of the best independent horror comedy film festivals, and that's what they actually show specifically is horror, con, is horror comedies. So check that. Hmm. It's very unusual for a film festival, so check it out. That's cool. And on this side of the world... At the Riverside Drive-In Theater in Vandergrift, PA, we have Monster, the annual Monster Rama Drive-In on 429. Uh, that is a campout, two days. until So it starts on the 29th, and it ends 4 a.m. on May 1st. And you get, you get zombie films the first day, classic movies like Die Living Dead and a few other ones. And then you get vampires, including the finale, which is Near Dark, which is a probably the best vampire western out there uh so you know it's it's always a good time uh red vane army is going to be in richmond also in 429 they've been on the show so if you want to go see some early halloween happenings it's already starting and of course don't forget exune film fest presents x fest in philadelphia light up is pretty awesome it's an empire's picture marathon reanimator eliminators cross space from beyond and dolls plus the new documentary Cellulite Wizards in the Video Wasteland of Empire Records. So get your Charlie Band on in Philadelphia at 4 30. Yeah, and I just watched out- Eliminators today, dude. I watched Eliminators oh, today. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> did. I love me some Charlie Band. Who does Yar? Oh, my God. Oh, She's Yar. So oh, I'm mixing we movies. Got two, now. One of two my first conventions. Best- Go ahead. I was just going to say I want a Charles Band, like, box set that was uh, yeah. autographed. Go ahead. Oh, cool. Oh, that's fine. That's awesome. No, this is your show. I was just trying to. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I used the madness. I didn't have cable. Hey, right. bo- my box sets and my kaiju always come out for the madness. I figure that's a good six hours of, of like, 
solid watching the film. So I get it. So, um, so I have two more fan events, and then we're pretty much done for the night. I don't really have time to go through my Blu-ray or theatrical picks. But, uh, of course, we're going to cover Bat Days in the Fun Park, which starts on 5-1 uh, in Anaheim. It's 16 years in the making, and like Aaron said, it's the largest fan event of its kind. It's not cosplay. Not cosplay. You dress up. It's, it's formal wear. And um, because it's going to be there, and possibly my sexy bondage witch, Kelsey Zukowski, and they'll recap it on our May 3rd episode. And then finally, close to the home, we were mentioning Wind Up Space um, and Street Trash, where I saw, I saw Street Trash for my birthday. They're having a special May Day celebration, because as we are sexy witches, we have to recognize Beltane, which is May 1st, and at least I do. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so the Wind Up Space is... Um, in Baltimore, Maryland, it looks just like the Red Room from Twin Peaks, which, by the way, wrapped their new season this week as well. Uh, the Wind Up Space is having a special uh, screening of The Wicker Man with live processional, a maypole dance, photo booths, musical performances from the soundtrack, a burlesque and art show. So it's going to be a great time. So 5-1. And so that's it. For my list, the rest of the Blu-rays and stuff, there's nothing really I can say that desperately needs to be talked about other than Krampus finally drops on Blu-ray on 426. Um, but uh, go see one of these fan events. There's so much happening, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron Marie. And thank you, Bonnie, for being on the show, guys. I hope you come back another time. Again, we'll, we'll join you in two weeks for a May 3rd episode. Um, anything you want to say real fast before you go? Like, just one bye-bye, because we got to go. No? Just yes? No. Everybody should hide their guitars. Yes, and happy anniversary, and hide your guitars, because That's... apparently aliens are fucking stealing them. You heard yeah, it here. Keep your guitars. Yes. Don't go in jail, and definitely don't get butt-raped. So, uh, you know, but yeah, watch, no butt watch your porn. And watch your porn. Watch your porn. Things. That's what you've learned. Watch your porn on gossip. Sexy witches. Yeah. So <laughs> Come we and visit it. the sexy. Yes. All right. And don't yes. forget, last but not least, and we're going to leave because I think this will work totally perfectly. Good night, all. Don't forget to watch Game of Thrones this Sunday. And we're leaving with oh my God. Game of Fucking Thrones. Woo! Good night, everyone. Good show hunting Girl. and blessed be.
Get my fucking throat. 